What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls. Since you're number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related, on today's episode, I welcome Big Dave Watson from CHGO Bulls in the building to talk about everything Chicago Bulls. We're going to discuss why some people who are underrating the Bulls should be on the lookout for the Bulls to be way better than what people are thinking. That includes some of you Bulls fans that are down on the team. We talk about Dalen Terry and his potential role, Javante Green, and much more, much more on today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central, which we're going to get into right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And so often, especially as a solo creator, sometimes I can get in a silo of my own thoughts. So I wanted to have a conversation and bring on somebody who not only I know watches the team as closely as I do, but also probably has a bigger hat collection than I do as far as Chicago Bulls caps. So we had to bring on the one and only Big Dave from CHGO Bulls and, and Ball. Oh, bro, what's going on, man? Peace, brother. I'm, I'm good. You know, it's funny. As soon as you said that, I was like... Man, I don't know how big if my Bulls hat collection that big. And then I remembered I literally have two new Bulls hats waiting on me as soon as we finish this. And I don't think anybody's seen these before. I don't think anybody's seen this colorway before for a Bulls hat. And I'm, I, I can't wait to put it on. I feel you. I got to um, – so I happened to walk into a Lids when I was in the mall mm -hmm. this weekend. They had a sale going on. I, I found this blue and gold colorway hat I have never seen Ooh. before, and I had to cop it. I don't have anything to go with it yet. I'm going to find a fit to go with it. But I had to get that. I had to get the hat when I saw it. <laughs> Bro, ain't that how it be? You had that hat for a while, too. You want to yeah. wear that joint. Just be crispy, brand new, sitting up because you ain't got nothing to put it on with. And as soon as you get either some clothes or shoes – that go with it. You, that hat comes out for real. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. <laughs> but uh, thank you for joining me, Big Dave, man. First yes, of all, I want to give you a shout out for y'all killing it over on CHGO Bulls, man. I, oh, I'm i tuned in every day. I don't con get to comment every day, but it's always on in the background, man. You guys are killing it over there, man. Hey, brother. Thank you, man. It's it's a lot of fun, man. It, I mean, the same love to you, man, and Pat, and what y'all are doing at Locked On, man. Like, y'all are definitely doing your thing. My people be hitting me up about it, like, yo, man, this show is good. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I appreciate that. For sure, man. I appreciate that. Especially, like, me and Pat, like, I think people forget, too, that we had never done an episode before we took over, uh, together before we took over Locked On Bulls. And so it took a minute for us to get our chemistry to the point to where we wanted. But now, right. like, we literally don't even have to have, like, a meeting before. We just be like, hey, turn on the mics, man. And right. that's what makes it fun. Yeah. That's the best feeling, right? When you just walk yeah. in, like, what are we doing today? Oh, yeah, all right, just turn on the mic. Let's roll. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> but one of the things I wanted to bring on you about, man, because I've I've been I've been supporting my Bulls all summer, trying to oh, trying yeah. to calm down fans on like, yeah, the Bulls <laughs> didn't make some of the flashy moves, but this team is gonna be still good. And yeah. I, I, I think we're being underrated. But like I said, because I'm I'm solo on this show and I do it by myself, I can I can some sometimes get caught in the silo of my own ideas, man. But sure. what do you how do you feel about the Bulls offseason, man? Do you think the Bulls are being underrated by both fans and the media? How do you think about it? Oh, uh, well, let me start with the fans first. I, I think it's common for the fans to feel this way uh, about the Bulls team. They, I mean, that's just history of Bulls fans. You know, they just have never just really been like, this team is going to be good unless they've had a superstar. Like, Bulls fans, yeah. it has to be more tangible for them. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to see some consistency of it. Like Derrick Rose was tangible. You could see that. You're like, yup, I don't care what's going on. We're going to be good. I, I know what's happening. This one, it was just put together. 
you know what I'm saying, a yeah. year ago, really, you know, for them. So last year, it was kind of the same thing. Bulls fans weren't really high on the team. You know, some were, of course, but a lot of them, I don't know, man, this ain't it. Vooch is, no, nah, he ain't that guy. You know, DeMar is too old. They paid him too much. You know, yeah. what is Caruso doing here? I ain't going to do nothing. He going to be in the G League. Like, you heard all that stuff, bro. And then they came out and they balled, you know, and they yeah. did that. Thing. Of course, until the injuries occurred. This year, I think it's more of the same thing with fans. Um, it was like, yeah, but that was last year. But, you know, I don't know if y'all going to do it again. DeMar's older. We saw Vooch didn't shoot well from the three. That ain't going to get better. You know, Lonzo's not here. So there's a freak out uh, about Bulls fans. Uh, but I'm with you uh, as far as that is concerned. I think the Bulls are going to be good. Like, I, I haven't seen anything to the contrary to tell me they're not going to be a good basketball team. So I still think they'll, they'll be that. As far as the media... Hayes, like they never have been on the bull side. They still got Garpex organization in their head. <laughs> they yeah. never liked them, you know. So I I come to expect that the media is not gonna think the Bulls are gonna be a good basketball team. That's just how they kind of roll. But it's it's good, it's good bulletin board material for the team. I'm glad they all see it. You see, DeMar sees it. You saw what he did with that bleach report came out, you know what I'm saying? I saying, loved what he did with that. I loved it. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was oh, shit, here we go again. You know what I mean? It was, it was great. And I love that he sees that. I love that Io sees it. I love that Caruso. I love that they all see it and they put it in the back of their head and they bring it out. So yeah, man, I'm excited to watch. I, they're gonna be good. Like I keep telling people for the when's the last time, Hayes, you can sit here and tell me in two straight seasons you watch good Bulls basketball. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's, it's been a minute, man. That's going to happen um, this year. Yeah. And I, and I love that you point out that the media always doubted the Bulls because I think now, like, some people have this revisionist history that people forget. Even during Derrick Rose MVP season, there were still doubters. I still I still remember to this day where John Hollinger had a whole segment on ESPN where he was like, Derrick Rose isn't that good. And I'm like, yes. Yes. What are you talking about? It's 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 always some doubt thrown towards the Bulls. It feels a little bit different when it comes from inside, like with our own fandom. Um, but one of the things that a lot of Bulls fans are questioning and, and kind of wondering if it's going to work out quite the way that, that we see it is that the signing of Andre Drummond. And I, and yeah. I, I, I will admit, I too thought that the Bulls may do more in free agency than what they ended up doing. But with sure. that said, I still think that the signing of Andre Drummond's kind of being underrated because this guy's 29 years old. He's going to get, he's proven. If you get him 15 to 18 minutes per game, he's going to get you about double digit rebounds and probably eight to 10 points per game. That's not mm -hmm. something to overlook on the Bulls bench where we were missing big man production last, last season off the bench. What do you think about it? I wasn't, when they first got Drummond, I wasn't a huge fan of it. And that's because okay. I, I watched the Bulls. And so I saw a lot of, <laughs> Of the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, and yeah. watching him with the Detroit, hey, there was a picture of my phone saved and when he played the Bulls, and I just saw him flop, and it bothered me to no end. And I <laughs> take a, took a picture off my television of it. I didn't share it. I just took a picture of it because it bothered me <laughs> to no end, dog. I was like, why yeah. is this big dude doing this? You, you yeah, I 20 points, 20 boys. It got on my nerves, man. He, I never equated him with winning. Uh, That's I fair. never... I thought his IQ wasn't very basketball IQ wasn't wasn't there yet, and I just wanted to stay away from him. It changed last year because he was a different kind of player last year, and mm -hmm. uh, with with the Nets, like like I keep telling people, people who wanted Hardenstein so much, who was a good basketball player for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but I was like, the Bulls are 29th in rebounding, 
So going and getting him, he had more 20 rebound games than Hartenstein had double-digit rebound games. That's just you know crazy. I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. insane. You know what I mean? That's insane. That sure. dude's one of the greatest rebounders ever. Like, just that's not hyperbole me made it up. That's the truth. He's one of the greatest rebounds ever. That's not gonna stop. Uh Tony Gill pointed out to me, yeah, they didn't touch interior defense as much. He's not a great interior defender. He was like, yeah. but if they if the other team doesn't have the ball, that's a defensive stop. So getting a rebound is a defensive stop. So and he can definitely do that. He can definitely get boards. He looks more slimmer. Uh, he looks a little more fluid in his game. It doesn't look so clunky uh, anymore. And I like that about him. And he feels this is the last time he's, he can get that big money, though, Hayes, you know? And I think he it's knows true. that, being yeah. that age that he is. He knows this is his last shot at getting a big old contract. So I think he's playing with that kind of chip on his shoulder, which fits in wonderfully with all the chips on the shoulder on this team. So I, was, I wasn't with it before. I saw what the need was to have him, and I see mm-hmm. his mind is better. So I'm with it now, and I think he'll definitely help. Yeah, and he's become a more efficient player being on the bench, and I think that that shows a lot of growth in him. That shows uh, how he has embraced his role that he has now currently in the NBA, and I do think he's going to be a a really – Good pickup to great pickup, depending on how everything fits together for the Chicago Bulls heading into next season. Um, now, one of the picks as well, I I was streaming live during the draft. I covered 28 draft prospects leading up to the draft. One that did not come on my radar at all was Dalen Terry. So I've had to come uh, come along, do my research on Dalen Terry. How do you like? Do you think Dalen's going to get an opportunity early in the season? Like, kind of like Io with like his defense is so good and the energy that they give him some minutes early on. Or do you think it's going to be more of a slow progression? He's going to do some G League stints. What do you What do you think is going to happen with Dalen Terry? Well, first of all, I don't feel bad. He wasn't on my radar at all. At nowhere stretching form was Dalen Terry there. The first time I ever heard of him was Will Gottlieb because Will had him in like the top five for who the Bulls could draft. So that's the first time I even, you know, got familiar with him. After seeing him play and seeing the person that he is, I was like, I see exactly why they drafted this dude. The energy that he has, you know, the IQ, the basketball IQ is off the charts. Dude is a great passer. He can literally run your offense. Uh, Mm -hmm. Being Having that point guard mentality, I don't think he's a point guard. You know, he's definitely like a a three. But he can run that point guard position for you. He can set it up, you know, kind of like a Draymond Green kind of thing. But with more athleticism. You know what I'm saying? In his game, and he can shoot that three pointer because he's definitely a ball hawk. I'm talking about when it comes to the being in the gym. That that dude wants to be in the gym all the time, working on his game. If you look at his three point shot now, it already looks better than what yeah. it looked like coming out of college because he's been in that gym working. When I went to summer league, Hayes, and I watched that dude when they played the Knicks and they were getting stomped out. Uh-huh. When I watched him look at that bench and yell at the entire <laughs> team on the bench because nobody was talking. He yeah. was like, nobody's saying nothing. Why ain't y'all saying nothing? Why y'all so quiet? Y'all can talk too. They talking. Y'all can talk too. Come on, man. I said, I love this dude. <laughs> Immediately, I, I love this cat. The Bulls don't have that. They don't have that goon. They don't have that energy. Everybody's cool, which is great. Yeah. Everybody's a cool guy. They needed an agitator. You know what I'm saying? They needed somebody to get on somebody's nerves, to get them technical fouls. You know what I'm saying? To do that dirty work. And to get in Patrick Williams. You know, like he does all those kind of things while also being a skilled basketball player. So in the beginning, I don't I don't know, Hayes, if he's going to get in early or if he's going to get in late. You know, Billy Donovan, you know, is different with yeah. how he does things. We saw Io come in first game of the year. Then we didn't see Derrick Jones Jr. till like December. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, yeah. We, we, don't, we, we don't know how Billy is going to do it. 
but I do know his impact will immediately be on that bench because they don't have that dude that's going to be aggressive and, you know, high-fiving and yelling and talking and, you know, getting everybody involved and keeping them in into the game like that. So sure. I think that's where his impact is going to be, and that's going to make them put that energy on the floor. You can't leave that energy just bottled up on the bench, man. you got to put that on the floor and let him play around, man. So, yeah, I don't know when, but he'll, he'll definitely get some time. Yeah, he's, he's going to get time. It's going to, like – it's going to come. And when it comes, I hope that he comes in and brings that energy that we know and we've seen from him because him being able to do that is going to be huge, I think, for for the Bulls. Like just having that impact player, I mean, well, that energy player coming off the bench, even if it's in small spurts right now because he's a rookie, is going to be huge for the Chicago Bulls. Um, so before we go, there have been teams that have improved in the East. And that kind of contributes to, to a lot of people looking at the Bulls and thinking they're, they're going to take a step back this season. So I'm going to throw this one to you. Which team that has improved in the East, if any, were you the most as far as like matching up with the Chicago Bulls, things like that? And then what? Which one do you look at the moves they make and you say, "Yeah, you made some moves," but I don't know if it's going to work out quite the way you think it's going to work out. I'll give mine, but I want to hear from you yours first. Mm-hmm. That's a great question, man. Um, I say I'm as I keep telling people, one through three, I don't think the Bulls have anything for it. I'm talking about Milwaukee, Philly, and Boston. I don't yeah. think the Bulls got nothing for it. I'm not scared of anybody after that. Uh, four through whoever. It's whoever you want to put there. I'm not scared of none of them. The one that definitely gives you the most, uh, you're like, oh, man, probably Cleveland. Uh, okay. Just because of how they're set up. Like, they've got something for everything at every position. And everybody is multifaceted kind of in their game. Uh, mm-hmm. We know how good Garland is. He's an all-star. You know, you know how good yeah. Jared Allen is. He's an all-star. But then you throw another all-star in there and Donovan Mitchell. Karis LeVert, you know, when he's healthy is a problem, you know, offensively, not defensive, yeah. but offensively. He's a problem when he's healthy. We've seen him drop 50 on Cat. Like, he can yeah. do that. And Mobley is just going to be great, no matter what anybody does. You know what I'm saying? Says or anything. He, that's it. Mobley, Mobley I think in two years, and I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I got to say this because I love the kids' game. In two years, we may be talking about Mobley clearly being the second best player in the division next to Giannis. I have no argument for that. Like, <laughs> he's... He's that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can't not sit and watch that and not and be like, oh, no, he's okay. Well, no, then I don't need to watch basketball with you. Like, because yeah. that's wrong. That dude is really, <laughs> really, really excellent. You know, when you when yeah. you conquer the mental aspect of the game already, kind of like he has and kind of like how Ayo has, and now everything is just physical. Now everything yeah. is just repetition. So it's easy. You're just adding to your game. So that 15 and 8 goes to 17 and 9, goes to, you know, 22 and 10 goes to 25 and 12, you know, like that's all you're looking at when you're looking at guys that good as Mobley is. And then you're like, damn, he's almost seven feet doing this. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's a problem. All right. So yeah, they're, they're an issue. I am not, but I'm not scared of them. I'll, I'll say that. I'm not okay. scared of them at all. Um, because the Bulls starting five matches up with them very well, I think. Uh, I and too. the Bulls have a better bench in, in, in my opinion. They are a much deeper team and their defense is much more legit. And I think that's kind of what sets them apart from a lot of these teams. Atlanta's Agreed. the other team that people uh, harp on because of, you know, having DeJounte Murray. And I'm like, I definitely ain't scared. Listen, they were 3-1 and against them last year. You know what I mean? And yeah. <laughs> like you, Murray is cold. I'm not saying he ain't. Murray is super cold. And he's going to yeah. add to that team for sure. But he he's your only defender now. That's it. He can't guard everybody. And on the other side of the ball, we can guard anybody <laughs> you yeah. got. You know what I mean? Yeah. I throw Io. You know Trey Young hates Io. You know this. So you that throw mean, him he, out there. He's in Io's back pocket. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> right there. Tucked away. 
on the right hip. You know what I'm saying? He got him in there, you know? Yeah. But, like, having all those defenders that the Bulls have, especially backcourt defenders that the Bulls mm. have, just makes them, you know, a little bit more vicious for me when, when they're playing Atlanta. And I think you'll see that uh, when they play. But the East is deep. Like, the East is yeah. super-duper, super-duper deep. Yeah, and uh, what what do you feel? Because just because it didn't come up, how do you feel about the the moves that the New York Knicks made this offseason? I mean, you know, they <laughs> 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 you know, the Knicks, bro. Like, the That's Knicks. how I feel too. I'm I'm glad you said it because <laughs> I look at the Knicks. I'm like, oh, you added Jalen Brunson, you added Isaiah Hartenstein. Oh, cool, cool. Right, Th- Thirty nine wins. That's that's what I got for you. <laughs> So, I mean, they, they're going to be solid, though, because Tibbs, yeah. you know, he coaches guards well. So Brunson will be better, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And Derrick Rose, he's he's projected to be healthy by the start of the season. Right. He's going to yeah. be ready to go. That's going to be a they're going to have some firepower. I just I just don't. I It's the Knicks, bro. I, I hate the Knicks, too. Like, I think because it grew up growing <laughs> up like it's just, I, I there's very few franchises in sports I legitimately hate. The Knicks and the Packers are two franchises that I legitimately hate. I don't care what they do. I can respect certain players on their team, right. but I I hate those franchises, bro. With everything yeah. in my in my in the fiber of my being. In fiber, fiber burning inside. I, 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 I don't I don't hate anybody, but I will say it like this: this one team I don't want to see win. Exactly. <laughs> Anything, y'all. They they had their shot when Mike retired, and I was like, "All right, you had your shot. Sorry, you ain't getting it done." Back to the back of the line. Forever. I mean, thank you for the thank you for Joe Kim Noah that we got that pick in the Eddie Curry deal. But outside of that, I ain't got nothing positive to say about the Knicks. And shout out to the hometown Isaiah Thomas for getting that done. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, Absolutely. Good Absolutely. looking out. You know what I mean? I feel I, I so feel you though, man. For real. <laughs> Definitely. One of the biggest questions, probably the biggest question still surrounding the Chicago Bulls is the health of Lonzo Ball. We got a we got a, a update yesterday from Casey Johnson and it's it's one we all expect. We know Lonzo's not going to be ready by the start of the season. And it's it's going to probably be point guard by committee. Io, Caruso, Goran Dragic if they, how they work him in uh like that. But what do you think the leap Io is going to make and how important it is for him to learn how to be a game manager next season since he's going to be the starting point guard now from day one for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I think, you know, life is 90%, 90% mental, 10% physical. And I just talked about that with Mobley. Once you conquer the mental aspect of it, the physical is something, you know, you can truly control because you can just build and build and build and build and build. Mm-hmm. Io fixed the mental of the Bulls from game one. <laughs> you know what I mean? He had his, nothing rattled him. He was this prepared for every single situation they put him in. And they put him in all of them, whether they were up, whether they were down, whether he played the one, the two, or the three. Like, they put him in every situation you could probably think of uh, that you would put a NBA basketball player in, and he succeeded. He, he did a solid job every single time. So him having that mental together – makes it easier for him coming in the next season. Now he just had to work on his body, which he did. As, as my boy keeps saying, he looked like Creed. You know what I mean? Like, he, he came yeah. in, he, he went to the gym. You know what I mean? He got that together. He's working on his handles. You know, he's getting his shot right. Like you said, working on being a game manager, getting his point guard, his, as I say, his point guardsmanship correct. Yeah. Um, so he's getting that established. 
because he is definitely the future. Like, and he has shown that he is the future of the Chicago Bulls. And so I'm, he, I had him when we did our show yesterday uh, for CHGO Bulls. I had him as my most improved player. Okay. Um, I think he's going to be that guy uh, for the Bulls because the opportunity, even if, even if they decide to go with Caruso, uh, his opportunity will come quickly because he's going to be on the floor. And especially yeah. if he's in there with that second unit, he's going to have tons of opportunity, you know, to be that guy. So I, I'm, I'm, I can't tell you how, how excited I am just to see it. Because you, you like a dude with that kind of mentality that ain't scared of nobody, you know, but it's calm, cool, and collected. Because that's how I like my point guards, you know. He got that fire that's inside of him, but sure. he's calm and cool and he's collected. You know what I'm saying about it? He. He's petty. Of course, he wants to get a number 38 tattoo on him. You know what I mean? <laughs> gotta He's love petty it, like that. And gotta yeah. love that, bro. That, that man from the crib. Like, I, I gotta love that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't tell you how excited I am to watch him, man, because, like I say, he's got the mental conquer. So he's just working on physical now, just adding tools to his game. And I think the sky's the limit for him, honestly. I, I, I look at Iowa, and, you know, they did their recent, their recent redraft from Bleacher Report, and they still had him going 16th. And I'm looking at that list, I'm like, how? How do you still have like that, that many 15 players above Iowa to move from last year's draft? I, I just, and I try to step away sometimes and give my Bulls fandom a little bit of a, a breather and when I try to analyze things. But really, Iowa Sumu has so much potential right now. We haven't even we haven't even scratched the surface of the offensive potential he showed in Illinois yet. If he can bring that in the NBA game as well as the defensive intensity, you're looking at those Drew Holiday comps may not be too far off when it's all said and done for Iowa Sumu. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah the Drew Holiday comps are serious about for, yeah. for Io, man. And yeah, that's what you think of every time you see him out there on the floor is is a guy that has that on both sides of the floor. And again, that only comes with just playing more and playing more and playing more. Because Drew Holiday wasn't even Drew Holiday when he walked in. You know what I mean? Like he had to gain that. He had to grow. He had to grow and get that together. So Io feels like he's on that same kind of trajectory for real. We've come a far away from drafting Marquis Teague. That's all I can say. With Oh, oh, that's crazy, man. That's that's wild. Um, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't. The the Derrick Rose is hurt. All those Kentucky. No, it was the year all those Kentucky people got drafted too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. All they whole five got drafted, and we got that one. You know what I mean? Oh man, crazy, man. Wild, wild. Um, I want to talk about the coaching staff before we go. What do you? What improvements from Billy Donovan and the and the Bulls coaching staff that you that you want to see next year? I've I've said this over the course of this offseason, just going back looking at tape. There were times in which I feel Billy Donovan didn't use players till their skill set. He kind of forced them in certain situations. Kobe became a spot up shooter at times, where I think Kobe could do more as a scorer rather than just a shooter. We all know Lonzo Ball didn't really get to like run the offense truly in the half court. Those are just some of the things that I observe that I would like to see come along. But what are, what are some improvements you'd like to see from Billy Donovan and the coaching staff going into next season? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, one, well, let me just start with the part of what I like. Like Billy is never beholden to a lineup. Like he, he'll start yeah. anybody. He'll try anything. He'll put anything out there. If it works, great. You know, if it doesn't, he'll try it again. He'll he'll do something else. He's definitely a player's coach uh, kind of thing. I would – it seems like he has a hands-off approach, but he really kind of doesn't. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like you just mentioned, uh, watching Lonzo, you want to see Lonzo running run it a little bit more. 
and not just, you know, give the ball up and going in the corner. You know, you want you want mm-hmm. to see him at the top of the key setting up the play. And it seems like they would do that, you know, as the game went on kind of thing. I wanted them to establish stuff like that, you know, kind of early uh, on. And I and I hope that we see that going to next year. And I'm just talking Lonzo. I mean, you know, Io, Caruso, you know, all that. Because honestly, if you watch that game, the Bulls won against Milwaukee. Caruso mm-hmm. was really kind of handling that offense. You know, sure. he was kind of do running it and, and setting everything up. It, you can't, you can't, the Bulls aren't on that level yet where everybody can just run and do everything. Like you have to have yeah. somebody removing the thinking for these players out here and sure. let them know where they need to be. And that's why Lonzo was so vital and, and so important out there. So I'd like to see that um, a little bit more. Like you said, I, I like to see a little more trust, you know what I'm saying, in certain players. I thought Derrick Jones Jr. should have been out there earlier last year. Yeah. Um, but he brought him in, you know, a little later. I I like just a little more uh, trust in, in those kind of guys. Um, but, again, he's got to figure out the minutes, you know, and I get all that and who, who goes where uh, kind of situation. So I, I, I get all that. Does Daylon Terry get these minutes? Does Javante, who nobody's talking about, uh, get these minutes like this? Does Kobe White, like you mentioned, uh, yeah. get that time, you know what I'm saying, to do that? Kobe White's interesting also uh, because you brought him up. I, I like him as a as a catch and shoot guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's good at that. He's working on aspects of his game to be greater than that. And to show Billy, he can be more than that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, let me create my own shot, kind of thing. If he can um, start doing that consistently, we're looking yeah. at a fifteen point, fifteen to eighteen point per game score off the bench easily. If he can start creating his own shot, absolutely. Look, man, he he can write his ticket in the NBA. He started doing yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, he already shoots a solid percentage from three. If he's the dude that can tap you up. And then score, oh man, like shoot, we're talking six man of the year candidate kind of things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you said, fifteen a game. That's vicious. If Kobe, if Kobe White is going to give us that per game, but but yeah, man. Outside of that, I thought Billy Donovan honestly did a really good job. Um, he showed he always for me showed the importance of Nikola Vucevic when he was in the game, and he when people were like he's not good, and then he take him out and put Tony Bradley in. Like, okay, now what? <laughs> like, what you yeah. want me to do now? Like yeah. he's bad, all right, at basketball. So yeah, those things. I, I want I want more of that kind of faith, you know, in that in those point guards to allow them to run that offense more. Okay. Uh, but I, it's hard to complain about it just because of how the, how it turned out and how it looked. You know what I mean? For and, sure. And sometimes I didn't like uh, his timeouts. You know, I didn't like how he did them. Uh, sometimes, man. Like, That's fair. I thought. So I thought it would be too early or it would be too late. You know what I mean? When he, when he would call these timeouts. Like, if guy scores, like, they're going like a, a 2-0 run, not even 4 They score like a bucket. And he's like, timeout. First, first <laughs> he's like, yo, Billy, yo. yo like, chill, it's one bucket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Relax, man. Let me get established first. So, yeah. And he was consistent with it. He did it often all season long. But it's just something I, I didn't like. I kind of wanted to get more in the flow and then find that out. But, again, that's why I'm sitting here. He's sitting where he is. But yeah, that's that's, that's kind of what I want to see though. I, I would like to see more of that. Fair enough, fair enough. Before we go, prediction. Are, are you at the place where you're ready to make a prediction on the bull season win loss? <laughs> I'm not. I was forced to make one on a, on a recent <laughs> podcast because I'm not ready to to make one yet. But the what I told them was I'll just go with the uh, what I I was just go with them at the six seed because I, I had them as a definite five until the Donovan Mitchell. Okay. I had them there, and now I'm like, mm, I don't know. I got to see. I got to do. I'm in the middle of doing all that research right now, uh, and everything like that. But right now, I'll say that I'll say they're six. But I do have 
them two more wins. So we went from 46 to 48. And that's just showing you how good I think the East is about to be. Um, yeah. A 48-win team at a, a six seed <laughs> is, is, is really ridiculous. So I won't be surprised if the Bulls end up a higher seed than that because they are good. And honestly, you can argue that's the best defensive team any outside, of course, again, that top three. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can yeah. argue that that lineup is the best defensive team uh, out there, man. They play defense, bro. And people don't say that enough for me my in my yeah. liking. They they play serious, straight-up defense, death by a thousand cuts, cuts. defense, I, man. I loved it when you <laughs> said that last time because that's exactly the type and brand of defense that they play, for sure. Uh, yeah, man. But, yeah. Yeah, I like I like that. I do. I I have said I think the Bulls can be the fifth seed, um, but I wouldn't be surprised. I, I'm not as high on Cleveland. I'm waiting to see how they come together before I really lock in my prediction. Um, but I yeah, fifth sixth seed. I wouldn't be surprised at, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're higher than that. This Bulls team is going to come. They're going to play tough, and they're going to surprise a lot of people. They got a tough, a more balanced schedule, but they got a tough schedule to start the season. So we're going to know very early on where this Bulls team <laughs> ranks amongst their peers next season for sure. But Big Dave, man, thank you so much for taking time out today, man. Go and tell them where they can find you, bro, before we go ahead and head out. First of all, my brother Hayes, thank you for having me on, man. You already know how I feel about you, bro. Um, you can definitely check me out, uh, CHGO Bulls Podcast, uh, daily podcast with my man Matt, my man Will Gottlieb. Our guy Mark K joins us occasionally, uh, but we're there all the time. Check us out on YouTube, you know, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we are there. And, of course, I'll do bow on Bulls. When the season kicks off, that will definitely be more uh, in full swing. Uh, but you can check that out anywhere you listen to podcasts. And, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Ball Sports, B-A-W-L Sports. All right. And that's it. Thank you, Dave, for showing up, man. I appreciate you, bro. And uh, just thank you for everything, man. I, I like I haven't got a chance like really talk to you since we took over Locked On, but I appreciate the vote of confidence, bro. It means a lot from you and Matt. Um, and what you guys are doing over at CHGO has just been amazing, man. Keep up the work, bro. Oh, man. I appreciate that, bro. Like, it wasn't hard, hey, putting you there. It wasn't hard to Honestly, you good. Appreciate that. You guys know where you can follow me at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, 773-270-2799. That's Big Dave. I'm Hayes. We out, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.